Hello, and welcome to the Bear the Light podcast. I'm your host, Christiane Squires. On this show, we talk to people from all walks of life who are bearing light in the world in big and small ways. We do this to be encouraged to continue shining our own light in our own small corner of the world and to know that we are not doing it alone. The world is being more illuminated every day by all kinds of people doing all kinds of things. Maybe one day, the story we share on the show will be yours. Hi friends, Christiane here, just jumping in for a quick note at the beginning of this episode. I had recorded the intro for our guest today, Debbie Huff, separately and then realized I wanted to add a little note here at the top that reminds you our lighthouse doors are open right now. They are open until Monday, January 6th, but if you join now, you can come to the virtual retreat day that is happening on this Friday, January 3rd. One of the things I'm most excited about is that this virtual retreat day is the start of a relationship with a community. So everyone who signs up for the Lighthouse community gets access to the retreat day, and then we travel forward with the fruit of what happened at the retreat, and it's this ongoing relationship where you have regular opportunities to check in with the invitations that you're receiving to steward your light in the world world and then live into those with intention. So the virtual retreat day is happening this Friday. It is running from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern time, and that's Eastern time here in the United States. If you are not able to attend live because you have other commitments or because the time zone difference between where you are and where I am is too drastic, all of the sessions of the retreat will be recorded and made available afterward for you to complete on your own time. Also wanted to let you know that I have made some full and partial scholarships to the community available. I will tell you that the application deadline is coming up quick. It's tomorrow, January 1st, if you're listening to this episode on the day that it went live. And then I will be letting recipients know on January 2nd that they have received either the full or partial scholarship. And then the retreat day happens on Friday. So there's kind of a boom, boom, boom effect here. But I'm excited to make these scholarships available so that the community is accessible to anyone who wants to be a part of this experience of noticing our lives tending our light, stewarding our light, and doing it in the company of others who are doing the same. It's really exciting. All of the information about the Lighthouse community and the link to apply for a scholarship can be found at christiansquires.com slash lighthouse. You're also welcome to reach out to me with any questions on Instagram at christiansquires. Okay, now on to the show. Debbie Huff lives in Atlanta, Georgia, and is a bone cancer survivor of 40, almost 42 years. She has permanent crutches and has named them hilariously, Burton Ernie. And her fond nickname for her higher power is Mama Grace. I have asked Debbie if she would be willing to tell us the story of how she came to that nickname, and she has graciously said yes. Debbie is going to primarily talk to us today about a particular way that she bears light in the world, and it's through a practice that she calls prayerful play. And she actually uses a hashtag for that, hashtag prayerful play. These are readings that she does each day with cards that she draws, ranging from 
Amy Oscar's soul call cards to uh, mother of Mary Oracle cards, different kinds of cards that she pulls each day and then plays with them in prayer. So she's going to tell us about that practice and how it's been an experience of light bearing for her. She says it was most on her heart to share this practice with us on the show because for herself, it was something she felt apprehensive about doing at first, Um, but it's become important for her to continue practicing it. And she hopes to provide a little bit of permission and freedom to others who are listening who might be feeling drawn to something like this, but have some reluctance about it as well, like she originally did. So Debbie, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Christiane. It's an honor to be here. Hmm. Well, uh, like I said in the intro, um, just this uh, beautiful name that you have come to hold for your higher power, which is Mama Grace. And I just thought it'd be nice to start there. What does that name mean to you? How did you come to use that nickname? Sure, sure. So um, I was fixing, so I'm, I'm Texan, fixing to have a hysterectomy <laughs> um, 11 years ago, and I was really struggling with it. I was 42, 43? No. <laughs> 46. Um, okay. And I didn't have any kiddos, um, and I never really felt like I wanted to have kiddos. I never felt ready. But then this having to have a hysterectomy was brought that home, that that's not going to happen. And so that felt uh, like a very tender thing. And I really needed a higher power, a God who had a feminine face. Mm. Um, I really found that I needed that. And so the name came Mama Grace. And so she was the one who walked with me through all of that. And she continues to walk with me, Mm. which she has been a wonderful companion And also expanding that image of God. You know, I grew up with the Father God, and I I welcome that as well. But for me, it's been important to explore a God whose face is more like mine and more Mm. experienced like mine. Yeah. What a beautiful way of describing it. Thank you for sharing that with us. Sure. And as you were talking, it got me thinking about what we're going to talk about in this conversation about your practice of prayerful play. And I just you know, I hadn't really even made the connection when I wanted to start with that question about Mama Grace, that that really is kind of your relationship with God, your names for God, you know, are deeply connected to this practice of prayerful play. So that we're going to go, we're going to just dive right into this experience of prayer that you have been finding for yourself. How long have you been practicing this now? Um, I signed up for Amy Oscar. So she has the soul call cards and I signed up for her course about two years ago, right in this, right at two years ago. Okay. Um, and so she has a certification program that if you want to learn to read cards, you can, you have to do 30 readings. And I probably was one of her fastest students (laughs) (laughs) in getting the 30 readings because I just adored it. I just adored playing with words, seeing how they constellate, seeing what the patterns are, seeing what they might say. I've loved it. Mm-hmm. So tell us for for those who are listening and are trying to imagine this in their minds. Um, when you say playing with words and doing a reading, and what is that? Can you describe what that means and what that looks like? Sure, sure. So the soul call cards are um, little bitty cards. They're like two inches by three inches, and they have one word on them. And Amy's original set has a hundred and eight words. And and at her invitation, I've added some of my own words, and some of them are actually my words for the year, um, because those words have become really important to me. And so um, in the morning, I will shuffle my deck of, it's actually more than 108 cards, and I'll shuffle, and then I'll just start pulling words, and I'll lay them out in front of me, and I'll just see, you know, if 
if how do they fit together? Do I see a connection to them? And sometimes it takes some time, but usually I can find some something, some loving message from Mama Grace. So it's been lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a, a way that you could like bring us into the experience of of that kind of? I don't know. I guess I'm 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 like your experience of praying with them and having that conversation with Mama Grace, like what does it sound like on the inside? I don't know if that makes sense as a question, <laughs> but I'm thinking like, I'm just trying to get into the experience and I'm for anyone who's listening, who's like wanting to like feel it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It makes perfect sense. So it's, um, so before we talked, I pulled the word child and I, pr- I pulled the word joy. I usually pull four. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm, I just now pulled hold and I just now pulled peace. And it's, it's fun. Uh, I smile because joy and peace are both words for my year. And so I see you are a child of joy, hold peace. And so then that feels like a prayer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And wow. So you have the four cards and you create a kind of a sentence out of them. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the prayerful, either what you're offering or what you're receiving in prayer. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or even, so then there's the, if I want to go deeper, like hold, like I, I am, am constantly looking at my thesaurus app. So I might look at what is, what, it, what are some other words for hold and how, and so it's interesting how that opens it up and it changes it and it shifts it in the most delightful ways. It's like, oh, I didn't even thought about that. So those connections. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And even just in, you, I just love that you took out the cards, right? And spot on the spot while we've been talking and you're like, let's do it and I'll show yeah. you. <laughs> um, but even in your example just now of doing that, like you said that you were her, Amy's fastest student to do mm-hmm. the, the 30. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you just like, you pulled it and then you were like, and this is the prayer. <laughs> and you just immediately saw it. I'm like, yeah, you're quick. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah. you said that sometimes it takes time to kind of get a sense of what do those car- what are those words for the day? What are they offering to you? Um, using the thesaurus is one way that you might continue to hold it and, and see how it might want to speak. Are there other ways that you have found that it looks like for you to to kind of sit with them for a while when it takes a little bit longer? Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm also a collector of analogies. I've done it my whole life. And so it's, I don't have any with these necessarily, but um well, like in yesterday's reading, I, I can't remember what the words were. Bone was one, but I, I, I was thinking about like an like a carpenter. One was stain. One word was stain. And so, Amy talks about the cards are always about a positive message. They're not going negative, and she calls them angel cards, which I adore. Mm-hmm. And so, stain can be a little tricky. But when I see stain, I think of marinade. So when I marinate chicken, um, if it's got some dark liquid in it, like soy sauce in it. It, the stain stays in the chicken. It changes it. It changes it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was thinking about when a carpenter stains a project that she's done, a labor of love that she's done, she does that to enhance the beauty. And mm-hmm. so then that's where I'm going with that. And so what, what might, and so then another one, I also pulled an Oracle card yesterday. It was the um, Sacred Traveler, which I love that one. And it was about navigating by stars. And so I was thinking about what does an astronomer do, you know, that they follow the star and then it's day by day and it's a year by year thing for them to get to know these stars that they love. Mm -hmm. And so I thought about Mama Grace does the same, but, you know, she put that spark of beauty. She put that shine in us. 
And so then that's what becomes the prayer, you know, the expanding of the words and the images and how do they fit together? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. prayerful play. It's prayerful play. I love that play piece because it's like you're playing with the words, you're you're thinking about all the different textures to a word, you're thinking about the analogies and the images and kind of what what it looks like in like like I love that example of the, the navigator and the stars and how they get to know the the stars that they love and yeah you're just kind of how do these all talk to each other these different yes. words yes. um so yes. let's talk let's like take that to that next that next step of it which is that this is prayerful play and mm-hmm. um, so you're playing with the words but you're doing it with this posture of prayer and this kind of conversation between you and mama grace can you talk more about how it's prayer for you Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, rereading this morning, um, Good Goats by the Lens by Dennis mm-hmm. Matthew and um, Sheila Lynn. And one of the things that they talk about is God loves us at least as much as the person who loves us the most. And so for me, it's about looking for what is the most loving thing that I can think of that I can find in the words together in the pictures. And could it be that maybe that's what Mama Grace is wanting to say to me? Or if I'm doing a reading for someone else, or if I'm playing with the cards, the prayerful play, you know, what is the most loving thing that, and sometimes, you know, images just pop in my head, sometimes just words pop in my head. I believe that's Mama Grace working through me, working through the cards, working through the patterns, the puzzle, and blessing them. And it does. does. How have you seen this practice make a difference in your life? Um, it's been real affirming for me. It's been amazing. This, so this last Oracle deck that I got, I just I just happened, it wasn't the one I was going to buy. I had another one picked out, but I was looking um, and I found this one. And I thought, well, I like this one. And I like it because it has the Oracle um, on nearly every picture. So there's this face. And so I think of that as Mama Grace looking back at me through the cards. And this one has been amazing the way it's spot on with different things that it's, you know, I pull cards and I think, really? (laughs) You know, and it's like, yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of affirmation that yes, child of joy, hold the peace. You're on time. You're on time. How have you experienced this compared to other forms of prayer that you might have in your life, either currently or in the past? What, what, distinctions do you find with this for yourself? Um, for this one, it feels like it was made for me um, because I'm an intuitive. So I'm, I'm a, on the Myers-Briggs. I'm an INFJ. So my intuition is pretty strong and it's real important to me. And so it's a way of playing with and building that gift of intuition. Whereas, you know, journaling is is fine, but that's all coming from me. And I've, I've done it for years. You know, I don't, I'm not going to throw away journaling. There's something about picking words that I didn't choose, you know, yeah. just picking them from, you know, here it's a cup and just laying them down and seeing what might be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it, it can be a great way to kind of get outside the box of your own thinking or head, you know, um, yeah, it's like you, yes. you're presented with something and it's like yes. you, you're being invited into making some, some meaning from it, but you're also like not the one <laughs> deciding yes. what the starting point is for that meaning. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Which makes it kind of fun. Cause that's the creative play for me is that I have to 
I mean, I don't have to, but I, ha- it, I try to confine myself to what I've been given. And so then it's like creative thinking about putting p- pieces of the puzzle together, analogies together. How do they fit together to match what I see in front of me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it's easier than others. Sometimes it doesn't work at all. And that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, um, so what does it look like when you finish um, one of your readings for the day? You've kind of gotten your, your, your words or your sentence or sentences from it. What does it look like for you to then travel forward in your day until the next reading you might do? Um, I used to, we have a, a, a small end table between my husband and I when, when we sit in our chairs. And so I used to put them there, um, but they, they were getting in the way. So now they're on, <laughs> they're on the floor to the side of me. And there's something lovely about being able just to, whenever I sit in my chair, to look down and see it and to be reminded of that that was the word, that was the prayer for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do pull one, which is usually a bigger one on Sundays. And so that one I leave on, we have another table that I can see. And so I leave it. I feel like that's kind of the prayer for the week, the mm-hmm. message for the week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in terms of, you know, coming back to the theme of the show being bear the light, can you talk a little, can you put words to how this practice helps you bear the light? Mm. Well, it's, you know, it's something for me, it's about going back to that feminine face of God and that the light is within myself and honoring that light. And so finding those words, finding that pattern, finding that prayer is honoring what's coming from inside of me. So allowing Mama Grace to speak through me rather than always having the authority. Um, And one thing I'd like to say is that when I do readings for others, it's really, really important to me that it be a collaboration Um, because I don't know, you know, it's not a predicting of the future. It's not that I know, that, again, that I'm the outside authority because it's got to resonate with them. And it's lovely to see when we play together and to see that they'll see a connection and then I might see a connection and how it builds from there and it becomes something holy and something sacred. It's beautiful. Well, and I'm loving that you're saying that because I think I didn't realize, and actually I had a question in the back of my mind that I was like, do I want to ask this question? (laughs) And that's about the word reading, which, you know, when you were describing your own personal practice with this, I was thinking like when you pull the cards, you're doing a reading for yourself, Mm -hmm. but you had also talked about being certified with Amy Oscar's program or I'm working through that. And so I, the question that was going on my mind was, Oh, I don't, I didn't know that about you. Mm -hmm. Does that mean you do readings for others? And Mm -hmm. now what you just shared, it sounds like you do. So what does that look like for you? That practice with others? I do. And I enjoy it. I I love doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, So she has like a nine card spread and it's, it's interesting to use the words reading, to use the word draw cards, to use the word spread, because it's associated with something that I wasn't comfortable with. And I wasn't sure how I felt about trying this. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm into it, I don't know what else you would call it. You know, you oh. <laughs> have a deck of cards and you draw a card and you put them down in a spread and you read what the words are and what the picture. I mean, it's, it's, it's what it is. So for me, it's kind of demystified and taken the sting out of maybe even something. The language, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so it's lovely to, to sit with someone and usually it takes like an hour at my longest took two hours. And so, so we just, so anyway, she has a nine card spread that we do. And so I know that the, the first one is like the question and the second one is the invitation. And so, so working within those parameters too. So if child is the invitation and joy is the question. So that means that 
the order that the cards are drawn in over nine draws. Yes. Each of the each of the numbers in that nine means something for yes. the conversation. So yes. okay. I want to make sure I was tracking yes. with you. Okay. Yes. And it may or may not. You know, sometimes it doesn't fit. But yeah, so looking so if so like if child is the question and joy is the invitation, you know, so I might say is if joy if child is the question, are you my child? Yes, you're my child. Yes, you're my child. And so the invitation is into joy. Mm-hmm. And so playing with those positions and how do they play off together? And it's, oh, I just had the best time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that, that part of it. I didn't realize going into this conversation, that extra layer that you do readings for others. I'm curious if you, would you be comfortable sharing a little bit more about that? You know, as I shared in your intro and as you, you just were talking a little bit more about like some of the resistance or wariness or hesitation that you personally felt starting to work with the cards and that you're aware other people might have some concerns about themselves, but some curiosity still. Can you talk about your own experience of working with that when, when it started to happen for you? Um, sure. So for me, there was a lot of taboo about pulling cards and, you know, is it fortune telling? Is it predicting the future? For me, Amy Oscar is such a gentle guide that it was like, no, it's just, it's, um, she talks about what's constellating around you. And that took me a really long time to figure out what that meant, what's constellating. But I get it now. It's like, what am I hearing in stereo, which I've talked about forever. You know, I hear it here and then I hear it on a TV show and I hear it on the radio. Hmm, something's going on. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, yeah. In my, in my line of work, we call that discernment. <laughs> discernment. Discernment. Yeah. Yes. You're yes. starting to notice something and there might be an invitation for you with this. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so for me, it was just, just keep going and just see. And it's, it's, it's like, what are the fruits of it? You know, and the fruit is it brings me great joy. So I am a child of joy in the midst of this when I'm doing this. Um, and I guess the other thing for me is that my life has been so different from most, meaning that I had cancer as, at, a, at a young age. I've been on crutches for 42 years. You know, my parents divorced. And um, so the run-of-the-mill practices aren't necessarily going to fit for me just because my life hasn't been. So it's been lovely to have some permission to just explore what does it feel like? You know, what is my sense of it? I get chills a lot. And I had um, Amy Oscar actually said to me that that is, there's resonance. You're feeling the resonance. And so I know that I'm on track when I'm feeling chills. And I feel chills a lot. I felt chills several times during our call too. So oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. Cause I know I, my background, I wasn't made aware of different types of card decks until probably in the last maybe 10 years, just as I've gotten to know different online entrepreneurs who talk about it and use them. And I've always been kind of curious. So I was actually really looking forward to our conversation just to learn more about it with mm-hmm. someone that I, I really trust and um, knew that would be a good guide for us, for all of us. <laughs> so mm-hmm. thank you for that. Sure. Um, just bringing our conversation to a close, I have one last question I'm asking everyone, which is, you know, what's bringing light to you right now? Um, for me, first, it's the readings um, and being able to practice on that. Um, and I'm a writer at heart, so it's lovely to play with the thesaurus as well and figure out different words and, you know, all of that. And the other thing is we have a porch swing um, between two Grandmother Oaks in our backyard. And so we go sit and we swing in our porch swing. And it does look like a forest in the background. We have a, a lovely backyard. So that brings me a great deal of light. 
I love that. I just, even you talking about it just makes me take a deep breath and <laughs> I can kind of slow down and feel the, the rocking of the swing and the beauty of the oaks. And yeah, thank you for sharing yes. that. Sure. And thank you for being on the show and sharing with us, you know, one of the ways that you're bringing light into the world um, by being who you are, connecting to Mama Grace as you are, uh, receiving from Mama Grace her words for you and how you're also sharing that with others in the ways that you can. So thank you for that. My pleasure. And that's a wrap on this conversation. Thanks so much for listening to the show today. Is there someone that you know that would benefit from having their spirit uplifted by all the ways that light is coming into the world right now? I'd love for you to share this show with the people you know, whether on Instagram, Facebook, or even by email or text. And if you'd like to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at Christiane Squires. I also want to remind you that you are invited to apply to be a guest on the show. ChristianeSquires.com slash guest. We'll get you to the forum to get started. Thanks again so much for listening and bearing your light in the world in the way that you uniquely do.